Welcome to Walk With Me, a ministry of Cornerstone Church. Hi, my name's Tori and I'll be your host. Sometimes when I want to make a new friend, I'll say, come walk with me and we'll talk. My goal for this podcast is that we as women would walk together and enjoy sweet community in Christ. Recently, I was talking to my friend Leslie and she shared with me that her friend and her father were both dying of the same disease, advanced stage kidney disease. And through a series of seemingly unrelated events, she was able to offer physical life to one of them and eternal life to another. Listen in on our story. Today we have Leslie Day on our program. Leslie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am 38 and I am from Lima, Peru. I was born and raised there. And I came uh, here to the U.S. almost like 13 years ago in 2003. Uh, and I left behind my mom and dad and sister and mm. everyone else. Um, I came basically for a long vacation and ended up uh, meeting my ex-husband in California. Mm. And then he's from Iowa, so we ended up getting married and coming coming here. Okay. It was a very um, long vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So and then we lived in Des Moines, and then a couple of years after we like decided, okay, I'm probably gonna go back to school, so we move up here to okay. Ames. Okay. Yeah, and, and yeah, so after that, you know, like I got pregnant, so I didn't go. I took back to school right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, when my son was ten months old, we separated, mm-hmm. and a lot of other things happened on the way, and so I ended up. Going back to school, actually, not until fall of 2010. By then, my mom came, was able to come here and help me with my son while I was going to school. And mm-hmm. I was able to finish my bachelor's and my master's by end of 2013. And your mom is still here with my you? My mom's still living with okay. me, yes. And how old is your son now? My son is nine now. And his name is? It's Tristan. Tristan. Yes. So you sent me a recent blog post that you'd written about what had happened to you um, mostly in 2015, right? Yes, yes. You say that it was a year full of blessings, but it didn't start out that way. Mm-hmm. So tell me some of the disappointments early in that year. Yeah, I think it's it's all relative, you know, like I think you can see blessings in, in everything that happens. But uh, so yeah, the year started with both my grandparents passing away. And it was it was hard because, you know, in the previous year, right after I finished the school, um, uh, it was really hard for me to find a job and uh-huh. make ends meet for because I was the only financial support for the family. Uh, but I think, you know, um, even through all that, I think God was definitely making me stronger because harder things were about to happen. Huh. And so beginning of 2013, my, my grandpa died in January, um, or sorry, 2015. Um, and... My mom, we were able to somehow uh, make it so she could fly there and be there with him the last days he was alive. Okay. That was her dad? Yeah, that was her dad. Okay. Both my grandparents on my mom's uh, side. So so then she came back, and then a couple of months after my grandma also passed away, hers was more unexpected, so she only made it to the funeral in that Mm. other case. But we were going through... Uh, financial hardship and emotional hardship. Yeah, I think God uh, helped, gave us the strength we needed 
Um, so through all this hardship, um, my dad that, that was there in Peru, he did not show his face at all. He mm. just, he was not there for the funerals. He, um, he didn't call or email us or anything to say sorry. Or Had anything. he been previously estranged from the family? Uh, yeah, he's, he's been, you know, trying to, you know, cut communication with us a lot and, uh, so we, we kind of think that he had maybe like an undiagnosed depression. You know, okay. he cut communication with everyone. Huh. And yeah, so it was, that was, that was hard. Right. I think, uh, but yeah, I think God made us strong through all this. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Uh, and stayed with us. And, and right. Just like those, you know, like strong relationships that you can create from all that and people mm-hmm. coming together, I think right. it was a big blessing. Right. So God actually used one of those hardest things, the the estrangement from your father, to show you the greatest blessing in this time. And so how did that reconciliation with your dad take place? Yeah, so even though we were, like, you know, hurt by his, by his absence, uh, we, uh, and you know, kept trying to communicate, start communication with him and we offered to, you know, buy him cell phones or a computer with internet so we could stay right. com- in communication with him. And he just rejected it all. He was not... So could you ever contact him? him? No. So we have... You didn't even know. We have no idea if he was dead or alive for the most part. The only way that uh, that we would know if if something had happened to him is every month we'll send him money. Right. And if he cashed it, then we would know, like, that time of the month that he was alive at least wow and then you know like then the rest of the month was just waiting for the next month to right. come to see if he so you were always anxious around yes. the time that you sent a check yes 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 very much so it was hard not have not to have communication with him um so how did you finally get a hold of him so you knew he was alive he was cashing his checks but yes how did you finally meet up with him um so one month he cashed the check and then we were waiting for the next month and then three weeks after uh we get a call that he is missing oh. and so so we call everyone and one of the persons we call because we call i mean morgues and hospitals and everything and we ended up calling his brother and they're still in peru and, both of them yes okay so and his brother is still in peru so his brother was able to tell us where he was and it was for us like you know kind of like the last resource because his brother have not they have not talked for like almost like 20 years so for for us for him to know that that he was alive it was you know just weird and amazing and so he said that he knew where he was that he was in a hospital and he um and he had been like really, really bad. Uh, he didn't know much about his condition, but hmm. you know. how did your bro- how did his brother know that so, he was there? So what happened is um, is my dad after he he like cashed his check, uh, he was coming home and he had a diabetic coma. Oh yeah, and he passed away in the middle of the street. Somebody found him and take him to an ER. And, you know, it just happened to be the ER where <clears throat> my uncle's son-in-law was working hmm. that night. 
you know, he's never worked that unit before. And, right. And he just happened to be working that night. He recognized the last names uh, um, of my dad and and he thought, well, this might be a coincidence or something. So he went back and asked my uncle, you know, his wife also, if like they knew him. And my uncle said, well, that's the name of my brother. Huh. And so he went to the hospital and that was pretty much the first day that he, within the first 24 hours that my dad was in the hospital. Uh, he that was his able brother to, his was brother able to visit. Was able to visit, and then he went there every day to visit him. Yeah, that's not um, a coincidence. No, it is not. It uh-huh. is not. And there's like just so many other coincidences. I mean, like the fact that you know, like that this, you know, like my my uncle's son-in-law was working on that unit that night. You know, he was off that day. Oh wow! And he was called to come. You in. know, to come in. And cover for someone that had not showed up. Wow. And work in this unit that he had never worked before. Right. You know? Um, and not only that, but, you know, like, then, so, then they they reunited, and then my uncle started going, you know, every day. And, and he hadn't seen him for... No. 20 um, years? Yeah, for 20 years. And my dad was completely unconscious. Okay. Uh, he was in a coma. He woke up the day before we called my uncle. Oh, wow. So, it's amazing. We would have been, you know, like, really worried before and, you know... Something. Because he wouldn't have cash, just check them on. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, um, so yeah. So, then with we, we started communication with him to, like, keep up to date on, like, what was going on with him and okay. how he was. My uncle, until, like, we talked to him on the phone, he didn't even know my dad was diabetic. Oh, so, he didn't even know no, that. He didn't even know that. But so, he knew when he was in the hospital that it was it was from a diabetic coma. Yeah, he, he okay. knew that. Yeah, he was. He knew he was in a coma, and so so yeah. And then after that, they they were working together to you know like then after he got out of the hospital, you know to to take care of him and like my uncle was going there uh, pretty much daily. Okay. Um, one day he just decided to go a little earlier than usual. Okay. And he found my dad passed out uh, in his apartment. And he was able to take him to the hospital and save his life. Oh, my. So it was just amazing. And a lot of little events like that that kept happening that, you know, prevent my dad from dying. Right. At the time. And so where, when did you get to meet up with your dad? So finally, I... My dad called, or my uncle uh, said one day, he's been saying, you know, he's going to be fine, he's going to be fine. Um, they found that my dad had, like, end-stage kidney disease, which is pretty common, you know, on, on diabetes, diabetes okay. patients. Mm-hmm. Um, so my uncle, one day, he said, you know what, I think it's time for you to come. Hmm. And so that day, I, you know, took the next flight I could find, mm-hmm. and... And went to Peru. Um, so your uncle had kind of become his caretaker. Yes. Okay. Yes. Full full time. Oh wow. Much t- what a surprise time. for your uncle. Yes. Yes. And I think you know, like he he's feeling really bad about like you know not being in contact for so long and not being able to care for him oh. uh, before. But I think okay. you know God gave him like a big blessing by reuniting them right. before you know anything happened. In such a mysterious kind of way. Yes. You know? So yeah. I went there and I spent the last days with him. 
Um, so he was close to death at that time? Yes. Did you I, know that when you went? Yes, okay. I knew that. And I, I was just hoping that I would find him still alive um, uh-huh. when, I, when I got there. And, um, and when I got there, he was, he was in such a bad condition. She, he did not recognize who I was. And how long so, it had it been since you'd seen him? Uh, at least a couple of years. So, long time. So he was not fully conscious. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was very, um, I don't know, just not saying things very rational. Mm-hmm. And and so he um, he wasn't able to recognize me or anyone else for that matter. And then, uh, so I was only praying that, you know, like God would give me like, one day or just a few minutes of like consciousness Mm -hmm. so I could share you know the gospel with him because he was not a believer Mm -hmm. and that you know like that he could have that peace in his heart right and so on Wednesday where when he was supposed to have a surgery um I I went there very very early in the morning and he was like fully conscious it was like he was able to, he recognized me right away. What a gift. And uh, we were able to talk, have conversations, huh. uh, which was really amazing. And um, so we like, we read the Bible together. And he I, was open to that? He didn't yes. push you away? No, not at all. He was happy. And I think he was happy to see me too. Uh-huh. I show him pictures of, you know, like my sister, my, uh-huh. my mom. My, were you the my only son. one at this time? Other than his brother that was reaching out to him? Yes. Okay. Yes, we were the only ones uh, staying there, you know, like uh-huh. all day in the hospital. Okay. Much day and, and then, uh, yeah, so I, I shared the gospel with him. Uh, I thank God so much for that. And um, and he, you know, I asked him, like, Dad, would you accept Jesus in your heart? And he said, yes, you know, like with excitement. And, oh, wow. And he's like, yes, I will accept Jesus in my heart. Did you expect that? And I, I know it was really unexpected, especially, you know, with that, you know, I don't know, emotion, you know. Uh-huh. And so we talked throughout the day about that, you know, how, like, we don't have to worry about anything because uh-huh. Jesus is gonna, you know, like always gonna be there for him, and nobody loves us more than him. And the fact that even if we're not apart, you know, because at night it was hard to leave. Of course. And so I kept telling, I, I told him that night, you know, like even if I'm not physically with you, my heart is always with you, and uh-huh. you're always with me. So, and so that was the last thing I said that night, and then the next morning they called me and told me he had passed away. Oh, wow. But you got those yeah. moments of lucidity yes. with him that yes. he was fully conscious and understanding. And I am so, so grateful for that. That's just sweet of God to give you yes. that. When before he'd not been even yes. able to recognize you. Yes. It's, it's just, oh. it blows my mind. It's amazing. No wonder he was excited yeah. to accept Jesus. Yeah. Maybe he knew he was going to see mm-hmm. him soon. Yeah. That had to be really hard, but at the same time, wonderful yes such a peace you know like it wasn't yeah there was there was not bad feelings i remember having just like so much peace and being so grateful that that god gave me that just like 
the last day, you know, at, at the moment I didn't know, but it was the last day, you know, like I was going to be with him. And Yeah. Were you nervous to share the gospel with him and tell him about Jesus or were you um, just, it was so important to you? To be honest, before my trip, I was thinking, how am I going to do this? You uh-huh. know, like how am I, this is the first time I'm going to share the, the gospel with anyone and, yeah. and, and this is my dad and, you know, he's not feeling good and I don't know if he's going to reject it all, uh-huh. but once I was there, I felt really good. I mean, like, all the days, the previous days, I've been, you know, there with my Bible and reading and, like, you know, kind of, like, preparing for Right, him, exactly. Know? And so when I saw him that last day that he was, like, fully conscious, I was like, uh-huh. okay, this is my chance. I'm going to take it. That is fantastic. <laughs> yes. Huh. That was such a gift for you. So during that time, you also told me just some other kind of strange coincidences occurred. Tell me about your friend, yes. Kate. Yes, so um, I didn't know, but throughout all this, uh, when all this was happening, other things were happening too. So uh, I have my friend uh, Kate was we were we met in college, and um, um, she was she had not been feeling good towards the end of that year, too, so last year. She finally ended up going to a hospital for what she thought was just a flu, mm-hmm. and she ended up. Uh, in the ER uh, at the time I was in Peru with my dad on okay. the last days he was in the hospital. Did you know? Uh, I did not know okay. that at all. Okay. So the same day my dad passed away, she was uh, diagnosed with a disease that was like pretty much shutting off her kidneys. And um, and they told her, you know, like, you're going to need a transplant. So she um, she got out of the hospital she was released from the hospital at the time i was coming from the same time i was coming from peru okay uh, to the u.s and the very next day uh she shares her story her diagnosis and everything and she's gonna need a transplant on facebook and okay and that was my first day back and i read it right so i mean like all those little coincidences right you know like everything if you had been gone when perfect, she shared it before yes Yes, everything was perfect timing. Perfectly like, lined up. To, like, the date, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and so what did you think when you read it? And I was like, I need to meet with her. I felt like, I, so I, as soon as I finished reading it, I sent her a message and said, hey, uh, do you want to meet sometime for coffee? Mm-hmm. And when are you free? You know, mm-hmm. because I didn't want to just leave it up in the open. Yeah. Uh, just... Uh, and she said, sure. And I was like, okay, when when, when are we going to do this? And uh-huh. we met, and uh, going there, I wasn't sure um, how it was going to... I've been, I've been thinking about, you know, like, uh, being a donor for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a I kid had, for a kidney. Yes, for mm-hmm. a kidney, but I had not made up my mind completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I talked to her... It just felt right, and I, so I wasn't sure if I was gonna share it with her during that conversation mm-hmm. or not. But it just, it just felt right. Do you think your communication with your dad that was kind of empowering, and you felt like God worked through that, yes. so that the situation oh, maybe yes. that you allowed God to just take charge? Yes, for sure, for sure. I was like, I am here, you know, whatever mm-hmm. you want, it's you know, just make it happen, you know, mm-hmm. and and so I was available to whatever got wanted in my life, I think. And um, so... So how'd you proceed? Uh, so I told her, uh, if you need a donor, you know, like, I, I'm willing to do it. Mm-hmm. I would love to do it. And and so I started with 
you know, all the testings and stuff like that. I think she she's probably heard that before and yeah. so she was not You have sure to be a perfect match. If, yeah, she was not sure maybe if, you know, yeah. if, if I was really going to go through with it. Of course. Um, but it's a big it's a big commitment. It is. Um but yeah, I you know, I went through all like and just testing after testing things mm-hmm. were looking good and mm-hmm. good and good and you know, there were a couple of times that, you know, some tests were like, well, we don't know, and this is scary, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But at the end, it all ended up working out perfectly. So you were a match. And I was a match. That is really incredible. I was a match. And so with our uh, final, you know, like they gave us our final approval uh-huh. um, this summer uh, for me to be a donor. And... Yeah, and, the and when will you have that surgery? Surgery is coming up uh, pretty soon, September 14th. Just a few yeah. days. Yes. Wow, and we were talking before. Are you are you nervous about that? Uh, no, I'm not nervous. And a lot of people ask me that. Uh, I'm not nervous. I'm just like, and I think, I don't think it has nothing to do with me being brave or anything like that. Like people say, I think it's God, God working on me, you uh-huh. know, like to not feel afraid and uh-huh. just tr- fully trust God and... You know, if he's brought us, like, to this point, uh-huh. why is he going to leave us now? <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. You've learned to trust him in the yes. past. Yes. And he's done really sweet things yes. for you. Yes. So I think that's really a, a neat thing that God did. He allowed you to offer spiritual life to your dad. <laughs> and he allowed you to offer physical life to a friend. Yes. This yes. is a huge advantages for you who gets that you know it's amazing i feel like people tell me you know that uh that i'm being a big big blessing to my friend but i feel like i am the one being really blessed with with this awesome gift you know you can say that you know right but it's a huge sacrifice for you it's a major surgery it is a major surgery but you're just trusting god through it and that's so really cool yes very cool so there are probably women out there listening um, that long to have some sort of reconciliation with someone or are facing something maybe scary, like a surgery. Would you want to pray for them today, just that they would understand the love of Father and learn to trust Him like you have? Sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, dear Father, we love you, and we thank you for every day we have of life. And we know relationships are difficult, Um and we, but we know that you put uh, people in our lives for a reason, and we trust that uh, that is for a good thing. We trust that your plan is good, and that um, we ask you um, if you please uh, help us so that we can um, learn what you want us to learn, and and you know go through um, hard times and knowing that. You got it all covered. Um, we thank you so much for that knowledge of knowing that, you know, like you have, uh, you have it all under your control and we don't have to worry about um, what's going to happen next. Uh, thank you so much for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes, he does. He's got it all covered. <laughs> Thanks for your time today, Leslie. It's great. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for walking along with us today. I'd love to get to know you better, so let's walk again sometime, shall we?